0: And welcome to Here's at Johnny's Reviews And we're wrapping up look at Iron Man Movies with Avengers Age of Ultron Okay, technically this isn't an Iron Man movie like last week But like I said last week, there's only three Iron Man movies And I needed five for this month so, here it is, Age of Ultron, coming out in 2015, three years after the events of The Avengers, and two years after the events of Iron Man 3, yet there is no basket case, Tony. Here it is, with a $250 million budget, this thing pulled in $1.4 billion. and here's what I wrote when I first saw this back in 2015, bearing in mind... This was written a week after I saw it in the cinema, as I didn't want to spoil it for my American followers. So, quote, well, it's been a week since I saw this in uh, the cinema, so here is my full spoiler review of Avengers Age of Ultron. Okay, where to start? How about the first action scene? Really cool fight scenes all around. However, the CGI and 3D was shocking. The extreme close-up shots in every single fight really pissed me off. I mean, really. Then there's the twins. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Totally wasted. The other thing that pissed me off was just how much a douchebag Iron Man was in this Gone Weekly from Iron Man 3. And born is the ultra douche that he is ever since. Then there's a forced romance between Hulk and Black Widow. Lame. I mean, I thought she was into Hawkeye. Eh, no, wait. He's actually a daddy with two of the most annoying kids ever, and one in a way, plus a super supportive wife. Hmm. Next is the wasted bad guy Ultron, which Tony and Bruce get from Loki's scepter, which makes no bloody sense. Then on to Von Strucker, remember him from the end of Captain America 2? No, me neither! Well, he gets killed off screen and bam bam he's dead. Uh, now on to Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch themselves. Scarlet Witch being one of the most powerful Avengers ever. And Quicksilver is supposed to be one of the fastest speedsters in the Marvel Universe. They too are completely wasted. In X-Men, Days of Future Past, Quicksilver is super fast and can see bullets coming. Yet in this, he shot not once but twice before getting gunned down. Then there's Scarlet Witch, super mind reader and can control Others' minds. turning against other people making him into basket cases, can we see Avengers? Hello, Hawkeye. The final thing that pissed me off was Widow has power over Hulk. Wait, what? Also, I made Hulk a complete cover. So, to sum it up, this has bad CGI, bad 3D, is a bad movie all round, and is just a setup for phase 3. Totally forgettable. In fact, I miss huge chunks out of this thing. Unquote and oh my god i really hated this movie three years ago thing is do i still feel the same now so let's jump into this thing and find out starring robert downey jr mark ruffalo chris evans chris helmsworth scarlett johansson jeremy rayner erin taylor johnson elizabeth olsen samuel L. jackson don cheeto paul bitthony and james spader my god can't Castles get any longer Directed by Joss Whedon. The plot, Tony Stark and Bruce Banner, use Loki's scepter to kickstart a peacekeeping program called Ultron. But things go horribly wrong. So Earth's mightiest heroes come together to stop Ultron from killing all of mankind and indeed all of living, pe- living people, living things on Earth. So the movie opens up on Flipping Pages Marvel logo, as these all do. Onto a shot of Loki Scepter and the Twins Quicksilver, played by Aaron Taylor Johnson of the kickass movies Savages and Godzilla 2014. And Scarlet Witch, played by Elizabeth Olsen of Red Lights, Kill Your Darlings, Avenger Movies and Captain America Civil War. And I love the fact how he's supposed to be twins, yet he's about a year older than she is, yeah. Charming. As the Avengers are attacking the castle in an unnamed Eastern European country, with the Avengers flying in all over the place, this all leads to the poster shot of all six Avengers lined up in an action pose. Also, with so much crap flying around the screen, this is insulting my eyeballs. Oh, and this CGI did not age well. Dear God. I mean, we're only, what, less than two minutes into this movie and already my eyes are strained at this thing thank god it wasn't 3d anymore and dear god when i was in the cinema my eyes were killing me anyway moving back to this review iron man once again played by robert downey jr flies into a castle on a cliff top (coughs) how very eagle's nest he slams into it because there's a force field around it and says oh shit the first words of this movie Uh, With Captain America, played once again by Chris Evans, saying language. And here it is, the running joke of this movie, as Captain doesn't like swearing, So Cap calls Jarvis, once again voiced by Paul Bethany, for a bird's eye view of the battlefield with him saying it is shielded with some unknown technology. Thor, once again played by Chris Helmsworth, says Loki's scepter must be inside as this is the only place still left to search. Inside the castle, we meet Von Strucker, played by Thomas Kretschmann of Blade 2, movie I covered last year, Check My Archives, or Resident Evil Apocalypse, another movie I covered, Check My Archives also, King Kong 2005, and The Saint TV Movie from 2017. He's barking orders to defend the castle at all costs and to attack the, quote, weaker Avengers. Ouch, shady much. With Strucker bombarding the city below, Tony lets loose his quote Iron Legion, which are basically unarmed Iron Man suits, so much like the ones in Iron Man 3. The townsfolk like these and quickly turn around, throwing rocks and bottles of acid. What the fuck? You've got a poor Eastern European country that are lobbing bottles of acid at these poor robots. Crying out loud. The Twins take it upon themselves to head onto the battlefield as Von Strucker rallies the troops and he's going to secretly give up. Quicksilver being a speedster, just not as fast as X-Men's Quicksilver, <laughs> stops Hawkeye's art once again, played by Jeremy Rayner, are also from hitting their target. He then zooms around the battlefield and knocking over the other Avengers and oh yeah, his fake Russian accent is piss bloody well poor. Hawkeye is hit with a blaster, so Black Widow, once again played by Skull Johansson, runs to help him as Hulk, once again played by Mark Griffo, takes out the bunker with one hit full of soldiers. Uh, Have we introduced all Avengers yet? Well, yes, we have and we're three minutes in. Good, efficient writing there I suppose. Iron Man (laughs) breaks the shield on the castle so the others rush to invade as Thor takes Hawkeye to the Quinjet to get medical attention. Inside the castle, Tony downloads all the secrets from Hydra's computers and then looks for a hidden door as outside my pet peeve as Widow calms Hulk down, turning back into Banner just by touching his hand. Wait, what? Tony explores the hidden rooms unarmed and unsuited and why the heck would he do that? This gives Scarlet Witch the chance to mess with his head. In which he has a nightmarish vision. He sees a giant space whale come to life. And all the Avengers dead. The Hulk has been pincushioned with arrows. Widow lies dead. Choked to death I think. Thor is minus his hammer. Dead. And finally. Captain America's cracked shield. As Cap dies. Asking quote. You could have saved us. Why didn't you do more? As he sees the giant wormhole over earth. With the Shatari pouring in two little things here. How did Strucker get this huge space whale carcass to Eastern Europe Eastern Europe, rather, without anybody noticing? And number two, why didn't the twins not kill Tony there and then after all they blame him for the death of their parents? Hmm. Tony calls for one of his arm gauntlets and he takes a scepter without seeing the twins standing next to him. Okay then. And just walks off as the titles pop up. Cue a party, but first, uh, the bane of the Avengers, Maria Hill, played once again by Colby Smothers, breaks down to the captain and indeed us, the twins under powers, i.e. one is super fast and one has weird powers, subtle, I mean, though, moving on, Hawkeye is carted away to be worked on by Dr. Chow, played by Claudia Kim of Marco Polo. A dark tower and Fantastic Beast 2, who gives him a skin graft using artificial skin. In a lab, uh, Tony and Bruce work on Loki's scepter, finding out it holds an AI. Tony talks Banner into using this AI to make Ultron, so they go to work cracking the code and making the Ultron AI. It's party time! Just as Ultron sparks to life, a voice by James Spader. Of a Wall Street sex lies and videotapes. Start get to the movie. Boston legal and the Office U.S. Ultron hacks into Shield's database, uh, looking up the Avengers. One thing here didn't Black Widow dump the entire database onto the internet. So how the hell is Ultron hacking into the files? I mean, what is that? Was he hacking into? And then quotes Tony's quote piece in our Time line over and over and over again, before downloading the entire human history from the internet, discovering humans are too violent for this earth and must be taken out. And he's true, we are. All we care about is ourselves, money, power, and indeed war. We have all but killed our planet killing entire species and destroying everything and anything in our paths. This is why I was in Thanos' corner during the Avengers Infinity War. That Earth needs a break and with one snap of the finger, he does so. Anyway, Ultron takes over Jarvis, wiping him out of existence as Ultron takes over the Iron Legion making a body for himself and why did he do this? He could have stayed just an AI and lived on the internet to take over the planet. After all, take down the net and we be royally fucked in two days. There will be a rioting in the streets and people will be going haywire if the internet was locked down. So, the party is in full swing. war machine, once again played by Don Chito, tries to impress Tony and Thor with a war story but they just stand and laugh at him. Rude! Captain tells Falcon, played by Anthony Mackie, but tomorrow him next month. His story he didn't call him to help him track down Von Strucker. And I love the one little drop line as to why Pepper or Jane is in this. A. Pepper is running Stark Industries, even though Tony took it back from her in Iron Man 3. And Jane is in some country being the world's greatest astronomy type person. LAME! And cue the Stanley Cameo as a World War II vet who gets pissed on Thor's secret hip flask. Also, cue more forced romance between Banner and Romanoff. Again, she gets around. First it was Tony, then it was Hawkeye, now Banner, and finally the captain. K there's only one person she hasn't messed around with, and that's Bloody Vision. Jesus Christ. With the party over, the core avengers mess around with Thor's hammer. Leave it, you dirty lot. Trying to lift it. And uh, no one can, however, Captain moves it very slightly. This worries Thor. I wonder something. Now that Thor's hammer's been completely destroyed. And he has this new shining axe. Does that mean what? Groot is now the leader of Asgard. Hmm. This padding humour is... Not bloody well needed. Uh, this is a tour plus movie. Just get to the fucking explosions and fixings already. Jesus, jinkies! With that, Ultron stumbles out and attacks, quoting Pinocchio with quote No strings on me." Uh, the Iron Legion suits attack, but are quickly dealt with by the Avengers. However, winks away with Loki's scepter. After Thor takes out Ultron's body, he takes over the Strucker's castle, making himself more and more bodies of himself. That makes sense. As back in just Tower, the infighting begins as everyone gangs up on Tony, blaming him for Ultron. All because of his huge ego and him demanding, indeed wanting, a suit on every country to protect the civilians. Whatever, you fucking egotistical to go twat. Tony's only defense is the wormhole and aliens. Lame much? In a church in the middle of the town of the unnamed country... The twins meet Ultron who pits him against the Avengers and Tony again why not just kill him in the bloody castle when they both had the ficin' chance. As all Quicksilver wants is revenge for Stark's bombs, killing his parents, and again, why didn't he kill him in the bloody castle? They both had ample chance to kill him, but no they just let him go with fucking Loki's Scepter for crying out loud. Ugh oh, dear oh dear back in Avengers tower days later as Hill tells captain about all the raids on the old shield labs and robotics labs stealing everything leaving men in a trance like state after dealing with the twins yet if all this is connected uh, doesn't it say in ages of shield that once Widow dumped all the secrets of Shields on internet shield was instantly the bad guy so why would it have multiple or oh, whatever moving on she also tells him Strucker was killed off screen Really? One of Captain's biggest villains and he's killed off screen, K then. Ultron also erased all data on Strucker, however not the old shield files, and it's here Tony finds a lead to an African arms dealer. So it's off to Africa, or more specifically Wakanda, and just where the hell was Black Widow when this was happening? Oh yes, he wasn't cast yet. Turns out this is where the metal news for Captain S.H.I.E.L.D. came from. Cut to Africa in a waste yard on HMS Churchill where you clue. Played by Anthony, uh, Anthony, Andy. Circus of Laudering movies, Planet of the Eight Movies, Habit, Hobbit, Hobbits movies, and Star Wars. Lost a Jedi sets up shop. The twins try to intimidate Clue, but he doesn't work. As he only deals with quote the guy in charge, the big guy. So in flies Ultron, and he just hands over all the vibranium. One thing: if this guy had the world's Every little ounce of the world's vibranium, why did not make him sell weapons or indeed a suit? Or even sell these weapons on the black market? Cause after all, he says this thing, this metal is worth billions of dollars. Anyway, Ultron just wants more by handing him over billions of dollars from the internet for the metal. He cuts off his iron one's clue, Hang suppose. Punches fucking name, compares him to Tony, and just kicks him to the curb. The Avengers show up and have a Mexican standoff. Ultron and the twins. The fight starts as Iron Man takes on Ultron. And Note: Black Widow's new suit is a nod to Tron. I don't know why I did that, but I just did. <laughs> also, Scarlet herself was heavily pregnant here, so this is why she's got a lot of extreme close-ups. The rest of the action scenes were done by three stunt women, and according to behind the scenes, people couldn't tell them apart, with even Chris Evans talking to one thinking she was Johansson, before discovering it wasn't. It must be good luck, like, considering Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson were dating for several years back in the early noughties. Anyway, Thor and Captain take on Ultron bots, as Hawkeye... Uh, takes pot shots from a perch above with his arrows, as Quicksilver spoons around the battle, knocking Captain off his feet yet again. And he tries to steal Thor's hammer, but he's cut off by it because that's a funny joke, right? Teehee. And note, now that, as I said earlier, now that Thor's hammer is destroyed, spoilers for Thor Ragnarok, is his axe, now the new King Tester, spoilers for Avengers 3. <laughs> Scarlet Witch works her mind control powers on Thor who takes him back to Asgard, then Captain taking him back to World War II. Waddle is next, taking her back to the Russian ballet school, which tries it on Hawkeye, but he just knocks her out saying, not again. So the Avengers see their nightmare visions come true, i.e. Waddle gets taken back to her ballet school, where she's made sterile. and Thor seeing Ragnarok. As outside, Banna is tricked into turning into the Hulk, and he runs wild. As this is happening, Ultron bots have stolen all the vibranium. Iron Man calls for the Hulkbuster suit and we have a balls to the ball. Drag out fight between uh, Iron Man Man and Hulk. Note during this fight Hulk turns grey, his original colour, before they picked on green. The fight goes on all over the place as the entire town is smashed up. As this is happening, Captain has a dream of Peggy Carter, played by Hayley Axwell, but born her next week. And the final dance that he promised her at the end of Captain America, the first Avenger. Thor sees Hyman Doll, played by Idris Elba, who warns him of Ragnarok and indeed Loki's deception. Back to the Hulk fight uh, as it goes downtown to skyscrapers as Hulk rips Hulkbuster to pieces. So, Iron Man drops Hulk down an unfinished building and finally stops him with a sucker punch, much like he did to Thor. Funny, right? And I have to say, most of the jokes in this movie are just bloody well lame. Anyway, moving on. On the quinjet, back to Avengers Tower, Hill tells him everyone but the press hates the Avengers, so Ultron's plan worked to turn the world against them before killing them one by one. With no choice but to hide out, Hawkeye takes him to a safe house, i.e. his home, where he meet his wife, Laura, played by Linda Cardelli. All the Scooby-Doo live action movies, Legally Blonde, ER and a robot chicken. Also his two super annoying kids. Everyone is surprised, all but Widow, but of course because she knows everything about bloody everything. Thor sees a flash of his nightmare and flies off to find out information on it. As the rest of the Avengers lay low, helping out around the farm, i.e., Captain tears logs apart using his bare hands, and Tony fixes a tractor. Meanwhile, in South Korea, Ultron has forced Doctor Chow to make him a body made out of vibranium and artificial skin. And note, I love the production members have snuck in all the product placements from Beats by Dr. Dre to Samsung products to freezer blades to the electronic Harley Davidson or electric rather than electronic electricality wasn't <coughs> very subtle there. So I guess someone has got to pay for this quarter of a billion dollar movie for fix sake. Banner and Woodall now have a heart to heart with him saying there's no future with him and for her just to move on. But she says she's sterile and can't have kids anyway. So Banner need not to worry. And indeed shouldn't he be sterile Sterile. After all, the radiation pumped through his veins, he should be sterile too. Anyway, Captain and Tony Chopwood, the two, fight, laying the seats for civil war. In the firearm ban, Nick Fury, once again put by Samuel L. Jackson, comes out of the shadows to talk down to Stark. However, Tony tells him his vision nightmares given to him by Scarlet Witch. So, Fury talks him off the ledge and gets him to take down Ultron once and for all. Meanwhile, in London, Thor Doctor Selvik, played once again by Selin Skarsgård, to ask him for his help to fly to fly to some secret cave to get some vision back. At the Barton Farm, Fury tells all the team about Ultron's building something and how easy it is to track. Also, an unknown part is keeping uh, the nuclear launch codes from him. Shh, I wonder who that one is. Hmm. Anyway, who he gets the team to band together to take down Ultron. Back in South Korea, and Ultron. Has Dr. Chow became a vibranium body? Also, he cracks open Loki's scepter, revealing the mind stone which he places in the forehead of the robotic body. Back at the farm, the team split up to do some recon on what Ultron is to. As Thor takes a dip in the waters of sight to see his future, back to Tony and also at the Nexus Hub where the internet's. Things all together, what the hell it is. To find out what exactly is keeping the intercourse codes from Ultron. Back at Thor, uh, who sees all the Infinity Stones and the end of the MCU. But it fucking well isn't. One finger snap my ass. It's fucking still going to go on for another 20,000 fucking years. Jesus Christ. What was it was up to 2026 or something. I'm crying out loud, the greedy bastards like Marvel War. Anyway, moving on. <coughs> back to Ultron as Scarlet Witch reads Ultron's mind and sees the end of the world in one big bang. And this is the start of the twins waking up to Ultron's plan to whip out all human and indeed life from the planet. Ultron kills Dr. Chow and her team after the twins just run off. So Ultron and his Ultron bots take the completed Vibranium Mindstone robotic body and run for it. Captain America runs into the lab to see Dr. Chow dying, and the place has been smashed up. She tells him they need t- to get the body back from Ultron to Tony, as the main Stone is too powerful to control. Cue Captain America taking on Ultron, on top of the truck with the body inside. Cap throws his shield at Ultron, but Ultron just deflects it. And why the feck does Captain throw his shield constantly as well he has most of the time? And he just lobs it away. So now, speeding on an electric Harley Davidson, Widow picks up Captain's shield, and note this is a real motorbike and not a movie prop. Speeding into downtown, she throws Captain his shield as Ultron was choking a life out of him. Widow gets Hawkeye to drop the guards as Captain has Ultron distracted, so she steals the body. As on the news, the twins see all this is happening and race to help. Ultron nearly kills Captain until the twins help by knocking him off his feet as Ultron kills the train driver and Captain is powerless to stop the sting from hurtling downtown. Meanwhile, Widow gets the body to Hawkeye, however she's captured by Ultron. With the train speeding out of control, Captain gets Quicksilver to clear the path of people as Scarlet Witch tries to slow the train by... F- Forcing the brakes into the tarmac, ripping up the bloody streets. I'm guessing Hawkeye gets the body to the Avengers Tower. As in the tower, Tony sticks Jarvis into the body because guess what? He was the, wasn't destroyed and was the one keeping New code codes from Ultran. Surprise, no me either. That was fucking lame because we all seen the trailer with Vision and that was Paul Bethany for fix. Why did Paul do that? Why did they ruin stuff in the bloody trailers for fix? Jarvis becomes Vision, a purple-bodied superhero robot with the Mind Stone powered. And of course he is played by Paul Bethany, back with Ultron, who tells Widow his plan in true Bond villain style, that he'll make a meteor out of vibranium and slam it into the earth, wiping out all life. As Tony and Bruce work on Vision, Widow gets SOS out to Hawkeye to tell him where she is, and I wonder where her... Ultron could hide, I mean for fuck's sake there's only one set, that's a fucking castle, for crying out loud rocket nice is it <clears throat> Just as Tony and Bruce are about to finish, the team show up and in fight, Thor flies in at Dr. Frankenstein style makes Vision come alive with one lightning strike later the team don't trust him until he picks up Thor's hammer, and here it is the big payoff for this bloated ass movie the massive fight between Ultron and his Ultron-bots and the Avengers. Some funny lines about how Hawkeye is just some guy with a bone arrow fighting gods and aliens. And this thing is too fecking long. 45 minutes long. Really, movie? Good almighty. With Ultron-bots running amok in the streets, the Avengers get as many people out of the streets as possibly, well, taking on the horde of robots, Vision takes on Ultron, and a lawnmower man style locks him out of the internet and grounds him in one body. Yet, yeah, taking body up all over a bloody place. I mean, oh uh, uh, yeah, and Tony has a new AI, Friday, voiced by Kerry Condon. Get it? It's his girl Friday. Oh, the jokes. Oh, dear God. With Ultron now stuck in one body, he puts Plan B into action, lifting the city up into the sky. The Avengers have to take on as many bots as possible to stop Ultron from slamming the city plus vibrinium vibranium meteor into the Earth. One pep talk from Hawkeye as Scarlet Witch is now a superpowered vixen and takes out dozens of bots because reasons. Quicksilver zooms around and is shot in the arm. How did he get shot? Isn't he supposed to be faster than light? Well, he doesn't see this bullet coming and get shot in the f- oh, dear God. Freddy tells Tony there's no way to stop the city unless they blow up. So, with no hope in sight, up flies Fury in the helicarrier. So the Avengers load it with as many people as it can possibly carry. As this is where Quicksilver dies after getting riddled with bullets... Bye, you useless twat still guess there's still the x-men one uh plus when he and witch get together it won't be as weird because they're not bloody twins war machine flies in to help tony uh take down the bots attacking the hill as thor and ultron continue their fight over the button that will drop the city iron man gets a team to protect the button at all costs so the all virginal church and town and cue trailer poses from each Avenger as a camera spins in painful slow motion. So here it is wave 50 of Gears of War on the Horde as Ultron throws everything at the Avengers with dozens of Ultron bots attacking Avengers they all get ripped apart with relative ease. Vision, Thor and Iron Man hit Ultron with every blastic impossible fire melting him Hulk then point kicks him into space. With that, the Ultron bots try to leave, but War Machine and Vision stop. Then Captain looks for Stranglers. Widow, and Hawkeye. are run to the escape pods. Quicksilver is gunned down by Ultron in a Quinjet, saving Hawkeye. Widow gets to so tries to get Hulk into Banner, but Ultron shoots at her. So sh- Hulk goes mad and sticks her in the jet and fucks off basically. So Hulk borrows the Quinjet and throws Ultron out and just flies off. And it's not just Avengers 3, he's a coward, he's a coward in this one also. Oh, spoilers for Infinity War by the way. Oh, gives a shit. The Scarlet Witch vengefully kills the heavily wounded Ultron by ripping out his metallic heart. Things look like it's a happy ever after. However, one Ultron bot managed to push the button Hurdling the city down to Earth before Iron Man and Hulk could turn off the force field, keeping the city together. Iron Man uses his chest blaster to blast the BTR from one end as uses who's a lightning strike to blast it from the other. Vision saves Scarlet which last minute, hence the romance in Avengers 3. The city blows up to pieces as it falls down to Earth, and wouldn't that still cause bloody major damage? <laughs> Hulk flies off in the Quinjet, not seen again until Planet Hulk, oh wait, that's Thor Ragnarok. Vision kills the final Ultron bot, Hawkeye returns to the farm to retire. Tony drives off in his new Audi, leaving the new Avengers HQ behind him in New York, upstate New York. Fury tells Woodo, uh they may have found Hulk's Quinjet in the middle of the ocean, but not to worry, he'll be back. Thor returns to Asgard to find out about the Infinity Stones. Tony leaves Captain in charge, so he and Widow team up to make the Avengers Mark II, i.e. Scarlet Witch, Falcon, War Machine and Vision as credits roll. On to a mid-credits scene of Thanos putting on Infinity Glove minus any of the Mind Stones. He's still purple and not that weird shade of blue. No end credits scene here, just a James Bond style the Avengers will return. So, that was Age of Ultron. Too long, too bloated, piss poor CGI, far too much extreme close-ups in every single fucking fight scene, a stupid, weak-ass villain, and it is nothing but a huge setup for phase three. This thing gets a three out of ten. Come back next week for Captain America. August and September is Superman, October is House Halloween, my look at the House franchise, and November is No Scare-vember, my look at the scary movie movies. And December is Festive Fear 2. So don't forget to share, like, comment and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod or email me most suggestions too. Here's Johnny's Reviews at Gmail.com. Check out my other franchise podcasts of Star Wars, Mad Max, Underworld, Psycho and more. Also my solo podcast of Batman and Robin, Catwoman, They Live, Aliens, and many, many more. A bye. Now I'm off to work on my language, sweating skills, that is